Bang Bang. Welcome to the party. It's brought to you by Bang Bang Coffee, the best dark roast you can get. Uh, the properties in this thing are just unbelievable. You get plus 15 IQ if you drink it. I mean, I've seen people going from straight up disabled to CEOs of companies after having some Bang Bang Coffee. So if you, if you want to increase your life and your net worth and your success, Bang Bang Coffee. That's what you got to do. Dude, I was, right, I was at, uh, I was at the pharmacy the other day and this guy goes up to the prescription counter and he's like, uh, yeah, just one of, one of these things. The pharmacist was like, this is for Bung Bung Coffee. He's like, that's what my doctor prescribed for my, you know, bursitis. It cures bursitis, people. So Bung Bung Coffee, it's, you know, Peru, Colombia, Br Brazil. Um, and Honduras, you know, which doctors, all types of shit have had their, their hands on these beans. So you got to get around it. You got to fix your digestive tract. You understand? You got a UTI, bung bung coffee. Usually they're like, don't have anything too acidic. You got a UTI. This is like, smack some acid right into you. Get that bung bung coffee and that UTI, gone. Bungbungcoffee.com, enter promo code potty, P-O-D-D-Y, for 15% off all orders. Okay? That's that's how you can support the show. You can do that or you can just share the show. You can share it for free. You get the show for free, you share it. You don't have to pay a dollar to share it. It's beautiful. Just share it. Share it to your, your group chat. Share it to uh, your Instagram story or page, feed even. Facebook, Twitter, Reddit. If you do Reddit, you know, you know, if you accidentally end up on a podcast, Reddit, subreddit, instead of, you know, the crazy, like, you know, bad dragon porn subreddit, you understand? So get in there, share the show, screenshot your share and send it to our DMs. And you're in the, you're in the, with a chance to win, um, some merch, random, random draw of winners, random draw of merch. You could end up with a welcome to the potty t-shirt hat bomber jacket what else have we got is that it oh jumpers easy money yep, easy money crew uh necks. crew necks um you could win any of that all you got to do is share it anyway anyhow share it and send us a screenshot of how you shared it it's a beautiful thing let's start the show <laughs> Welcome to the party, Bung Bung! It's your man, Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, because I always deliver, aka the PhD Podcast and the Magnum PI Podcast and the Captain, the, um, oh, the Homer Simpson of podcasting, because your boy is a dad. Yes. We did it. Uh, Rach did it. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it was uh, it was pretty pretty nuts. Honestly, I've never I've never seen the the strength of um, of Rachel when she was pushing him out. Was like, yeah. So like, you were in the room. Yeah, I was in something. there. I stayed up the 
the top end with Rach. I didn't want to go down the business end and yeah. um, get her vagina ruined for me forever. So mm-hmm. um, I was up with her holding her hand, telling her to push, doing all that stuff. And um, yeah, man, she nailed it. She fucking nailed it. And um, they they pulled him out, chucked, her, chucked him on her chest and we're done. Sounds a bit quicker when you just say it like that, but yeah, that sounds pretty crazy. I think it was five a.m. Labor started. Okay, so five a.m. to three forty-three p.m. So almost twelve hours. I guess uh, that's about about eleven hours. And there was like a three-hour break, sort of, where um, we were just sort of waiting. Yeah, so there she got she got a bit of relief in there for for a few hours, but yeah, man. Yeah, he's he's here. Yeah, she fucking, she bodied that shit. I I keep telling her, like, it was the most impressive thing I've ever seen, like, because she, she's traditionally, she's a pussy, a straight-up pussy. Okay. And she just was so strong in that moment and just, like, the pain didn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It was dope. No, real happy for you guys, man. It's good to finally meet little one this morning as well. Yeah, Uncle Lavelle in the house. Uh, Uncle Boardman. <laughs> um... Yeah, and I went through I went through this a bit last last week, last week's episode about people offering their advice or telling you like how it's going to be and they don't they don't really Did you listen to last week's? No, I haven't caught up. They don't they don't know. They don't they don't know what it's going to be like for you. They know for them. They've they've mm-hmm. done it and that's fine. And that's what it was like for them. And um so I uh yeah, I I've, I've had enough of that. And Already the kid has proven people wrong. I mean, we're only in the first week. Things are going to change and change rapidly, but, like, we're getting sleep. Um, we're eating, you know. Um, I'm up to date with all my welcome to the potty and bung bung admin, you know. Cruisy. Cruisy. So all of the, you know, you'll never sleep again and you won't be able to breastfeed. It's too hard shit. Get out of here. You don't know me or Rach or Kenny. Um, so you can leave that where you found it. Don't tell me how it's going to be. And also now, now it's already started is the unsolicited advice. Um, you raise your kids, I'll raise mine. How's that? That's, that's the way it should be. Yeah. I'm happy. You know, we'll see what happens. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll start giving out advice. I've got the only advice I've got actually and this is for anyone that even comes over to hold Kenny, is um, drop your fucking shoulders now. Because you hold, you hold your shoulders up, you know, thinking you're being all gentle, and you just look like you're out in the rain without an umbrella, you know? Is that what I looked like this morning? No, you you, you look pretty natural, but this yeah. is how like I've been holding him, like all thinking I'm gentle, and it's like if you just hold him like this, he's still safe, you know? Yeah. And so my neck's all fucked up, so i got my shoulders up here, and I'm looking... Looking down at him like this, so I'm all like my neck. So I got a massage two days ago. Didn't do shit because then I just came home and started doing doing that again. So just that's my advice to parents and holders of babies: is drop your shoulders. Uh, loaded, and that's it. That's it. I'm not going to tell you what else to do. But yeah, um, literally nothing happened to me this week because all I've been being is a parent. Yeah. Um. That's not true. Like, I didn't really leave the house, but I've been doing, like, you know, pod podcast as editing. Um, 
shooting off emails and all that shit because, you know, they sleep. They just sleep all the time, which is pretty good. Mm. That's bung bung coffee. That's good coffee. I've been able to watch games, which has been sick. Me and Kenny watched our first game together yesterday. That's dope. I actually know that was that was two days ago, I think. I don't fucking know. We but which game did you say you watched? I watched both the um Eastern Conference Finals games. So both the Miami Boston. Celtics games. Yeah. I haven't watched Oh, hit the sports thing. Being in out. I haven't been able to watch any Golden State Dallas. Those games are a bit earlier, I think, and that's usually when I'm... I yeah, they're, they're the later ones, usually. Oh, they're later? The West Coast, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe we had... I don't know. We've had midwives coming over and shit like that. But, um, yeah, so I've been, I've watched both the, the Miami-Boston games, and Boston, Boston looks really good. Mm. They look really good. They fucking dropped the ball in the third quarter in the first game and lost the game in the third, which is traditionally how how it goes in finals of any any sports. They say three quarters, the premiership quarter, three quarter, third quarter. Um, but they were missing Al Horford and Marcus Smart, and you know I I do get frustrated a lot when I watch Marcus Smart, um, but he changed the fucking whole game yesterday coming back and they played him late for some reason. They were up like 25 and they were still playing him. And I was like, Oh shit, is Tom Thibodeau fucking coaching? Are we yeah. going to, cause he was coming back off of a foot sprain. Yeah. And he like just kept playing him. He like, I don't know if he's trying to get him his triple double. I think he ended up with nine rebounds. So yeah, I don't know. If he, that. But who gives a fuck? Like you're up 25, leave it alone. Get him out. Get him out. Put your scrubs in. They did put their scrubs in, and then Nick Nick Scout Nick Stauskas rolled his ankle or something. Oh, is he on the Celtics roster? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I was just like, that could have been Marcus Smart, you know? Yeah. So fucking get him out. You're up twenty five. There's not really enough time. Like you know, if they just start going ape shit with threes or something, but you know, you call time. You just you can. You're not gonna let that happen. Yeah, I just I, it was wild. They still had um, smart and someone else from their starting lineup. It might have even been Brown. Were in. It was like, what are you doing? But you know, I'm not an NBA coach. Who do you think wins that uh, the Eastern Conference? Uh, if I was calling it today, I'd say Boston. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about you? <sighs> Dude, I've been I've been like pretty sold on Miami all season. Um but like I do have a soft spot for Boston and watching them play this week. Everything except that third quarter of the first game they have outplayed Miami. Yeah, just just after these first two games, um I feel like the Heat really needed to capitalize and take them both at home. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Sorry. Where were they playing? Yeah, both at Miami. Yeah, yeah. Miami finished first. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So so they've split they've split um home court and then they're going away to Boston. Um so you know, that's that's a disadvantage. Yeah. And yeah, Boston's just taking out the reigning champs as well. So yeah. I, I think it's pretty safe to say that. 
favourites? Yeah, I've seen some some Milwaukee fans. You know, there's not a lot of Milwaukee fans, and you know, people come out of the woodwork when teams get good. You know, you know, every Golden State fan that you know was never a Golden State fan. Okay, so there's a lot of Milwaukee fans now that have come out of the woodwork, and um, oh, we, you know, this is an asterisk. You know, we didn't have Middleton. Hey, the game's the game. There's injuries. There is a bit of luck, unfortunately, associated with championships. Not everyone can always be healthy, and maybe you got to. Sometimes you got to put that down to Chris Middleton. Maybe he hasn't taken care of himself. Maybe Coach Bud played him too much during the regular season. Who knows? It's not only luck, but it's some luck. They played without him. They fucking lost. Goodbye. Mm. And it happens every year. There's every there's single always year. Injuries to star players. Every these, year on these big teams. Yeah, so. because and they play thirty-eight minutes every game. Mm. So like, yeah, no, no asterisk. Yeah. So good on your boss. And yeah, I, I mean, I was hoping, I was hoping that we would disagree on something. Um, I can only imagine who your pick from the West is. I really want it to be Dallas. Oh, I, you I'm, want it I'm, to be I'm, Dallas? I'm still rolling with Dallas. Okay. Okay. There we go. Um. Yeah. Um, I've got Golden State. So, I ha- I feel like every shot that Dallas makes is in my face because I've talked shit about them from the preseason. Uh, they they turned a corner and I still didn't believe in them. I still said they were going to be shit. They made the playoffs. Now they're in the Western Conference Finals. And Luca um, has reportedly been up all night sick. Have you seen that? No. Wait, so he's questionable for today's game? I don't know if he's questionable or if we're going to see a flu game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, this isn't live and the game's going to be decided before this hour, but I'd, I'd probably, I'd maybe put money on um, Golden State today if, he's, if yeah. he hasn't slept all night. Yeah. Unless he does, yeah, does do a flu game shit and drop like 50 points. Um, did did you then, talk about the game seven last week? Had it happened yet? Phoenix-Dallas? No, I don't think it had. Okay. I know we're like very late to the party on that one, but fuck, they shit the bed. I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah, no, I think last week I talked about whatever game it was where Chris Paul got that kid ejected. That was Mother's Day, so that would have been game five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so no, I didn't talk game seven. Okay. Um, I don't think I saw it, so what happened? Oh, did, did you see anything regarding it? Oh, anyway, like half time it was fifty four twenty seven. Oh yeah, so um, yeah, Luca had twenty seven at half time, and that's how many the whole Phoenix Suns had, or something yeah, like that. But, but just watching it, like none of it made any sense. Like Booker wasn't trying to get his shots. He, I don't know. It was just it was a weird game to watch. I've never seen anything like it. Devin Booker, you know, I like Devin Booker, but he's another one of these guys that like. You know, yes, you've made it to the finals. Everyone talks shit about LeBron for making it and not winning enough. So, I don't, so if if that's the standard we're holding LeBron to, I'm holding Devin Booker to it. So, you haven't done shit. So, just chill your ego a little bit. Like, and I was just so happy that that Luca just like was like, okay, you want to be, be Mister Fucking Tough Guy. I'm going to come out and smoke you cunts. Yeah. And he did it. And I, that made me super happy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but anyway, I guess like 
this Golden State series after seeing Dallas play the way they did. That's what gives me a bit of faith that they can pull this one together and yeah, and like make, teams, make it a series anyway. Teams lose game ones all the time and win yeah. series. Um, Boston lost game one against Milwaukee, and I think they kept going one 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 all the way through, maybe. Yeah, Milwaukee might have snuck two wins in a row in there yeah. somewhere to get up three two, but yeah. I so, um, so you're going with Golden State? I think I'm going to go with Golden State. Uh, uh Gary Payton the second is out, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, still out. Um, and I, I think I actually think he's a key piece. I actually think he's a key piece to uh, to Golden State. He defends hard when you do have you do have guys that I mean, Draymond takes defense seriously. I don't think like people compare him to Rodman a lot. I don't know. I don't know that Draymond's at that level. Like Draymond, I mean, Rodman was just like I'm here to play D and rebound. That is what I do. I think Draymond likes to consider himself a playmaker and stuff, so I do think he saves himself for offense sometimes. Um, you know, Curry's a liability. Um, Clay has just lost a step. He he tries hard, but he's just not what he used to be on D. So the young guys that play D are important, and he's one of them. Um, I think Paul is, when he wants to be good, he can be really good. I think I mean anyone in the NBA can be if they want to be, uh, but Paul, um, uh, Peyton always is, son of Gary, so of course. Um, yeah, but I think you know, Wiggins when he's on is is massive for them. Um, I keep looking at this, expecting there to be an issue, but the new laptop just is just breezing through this. Turn along, yeah. Um, yeah, Wiggins, he, he played really well in game one. Yeah, his problem is consistency. Yeah. But, I mean, no, let's not let's not blame Wiggins. I, the Golden State Warriors' problem for the entire season has been consistency. So they – and I guess that's, that's part of that. Like, if you're going to live and die by the three, sometimes it's just not going to be dropping. Um, but, yeah, his, his consistency – like just stops him from being taking that leap from good to great, I guess. And the team in general, that's where that's that's where I believe Dallas could win, is because they can just capitalize off of Golden State lacking that consistency and just just be like, okay, we're taking this one. Um, Dallas, dude, like. Let's go through their roster real quick and tell tell me if this is a fucking championship team. Obviously, Luca is um, just an unbelievable player. Yep. Dorian Finney-Smith um, is, what, a role player at best? Yeah. Reggie Bullock, role player role at player. best. Yep. Boban, he's, he's trash time only. Yeah, he hasn't really got on court. Kleber? Is, Kle- is-, is he... Kleber's Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, fits their system really well. Yeah. Stretch big. Um, Um, Frankie Nicotine. Yeah, he's had a couple of good games, these playoffs. Is Tim Hardaway still injured? Yeah, I think he's out for the season. (laughs) Yeah, so they're doing this without Tim Hardaway as well. 
you just wonder sometimes if that's a blessing or a blessing or a curse, you know, because like he's a volume shooter, he can have those off nights which bring the whole team down type of shit. Yeah, but he's had some big nights too. Yeah. Um, it also, I mean, I guess it gives Luca the chance to, like, when he's hot, really be hot, and no one take away from it as well. He's got Brunson there now. Brunson, yeah. Oh shit! How to let that go? So he was um. I could be wrong here. You might have to do a little googie googie, googie egg. But um, Jalen Brunson was like player of the year in college or something, wasn't he? Yeah, he won a won like a bunch of awards, like individual and had some team success. I reckon. Who did he play for in college? That I'm not sure about. Geez. Yeah, they got Brunson in there as well. I'm trying to think of um the rest of their roster. Who did they get in the um? Oh, Spenny D. They got Spencer mm-hmm. Dinwiddie. Um, now I've seen some things floating around on Instagram about Spencer Dinwiddie having a one dollar bonus attached to his contract for winning a championship. Why would you do that? Is it like a one dollar or like a one Bitcoin bonus? Because I know he's got like cryptos tied into his contract. One dollar, it said. Mm. One American dollar, and. If they win, he needs to fire his agent. Because, one, the likelihood of them winning the championship was like, if you if you picked them pre-season, dude, I'm sure they would have been like paying 50 bucks or something. You know what I mean? Um, Or 20 bucks at least, which is not, a, which is not great odds. Oh, uh, Brunson played at Villanova. Good school. Um, <clears throat> That's... Um, what's his name played there? Won two national championships. What? My man, um, the red, the red-headed guy that he played for the Bulls for a while, Archie Diacono. He played for Villanova. Archie Diacono, <laughs> just pulling out random yeah, like that deep name cuts, is just straight out of a fucking <laughs> name generator. <laughs> Um, I don't think I've ever heard of that, dude. Yeah, because he played for the Bulls. And, oh, dude, we might be losing. It sounds more and more likely every day that we look, we're going to lose Zach. In a trade? Well, it just sounds like a he's... a free agent? Yeah, a free agent. He's seriously considering other options. I don't know if that's just him trying to get paid by the Bulls. Like unrestricted or is he restricted? I don't know. Okay. Um, What's the difference? What's restricted? So restricted... He can get offers from other teams, and if his current team doesn't match it, then he can go. But if the Bulls decide to match it, then they keep him. Hmm. I don't know. Um. But I've, you know, everyone on Twitter thinks they fucking know everything. So I've I've heard things of like, oh, he doesn't like playing second fiddle to Demar and all this shit. I just, I don't know. I. The way they, I mean, I don't know anything either, but the way I've seen them interact um, you know, only on social media and stuff like that, I'm sure there's different stuff behind closed doors, but they seem they seem to get along quite well. He doesn't seem like, he doesn't seem like that guy who needs to be number one. Like, obviously, obviously he can be, but like yeah. he was, he was and he, he was, got, yeah. he got nowhere. It was like a 25th team. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I think second fiddle is probably a good spot for him. Yeah. I know and that I, might change down the track, but at this point they've they got some I don't know, decent team success this year. Yeah. Um 
all all I know. I may, maybe. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely free agency. It's definitely free agency. Even though I've seen people start talking about trades and stuff, but like that's just that's crazy, man. Um. Yeah, Jalen Brunson has like just turned up this off season, and he's gonna get. I think he actually is end of contract as well, so he's gonna get paid. Brunson. Yeah. 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 A lot of talk about the Knicks with him. There's, there's always talk with the Knicks. Um, <laughs> the Knicks. Everyone. It's mostly Knicks fans, just like, oh, now we're gonna fucking give this guy <laughs> two hundred million. I hope they do. <laughs> um. All right. So Levine is an unrestricted free agent. Okay. Um, no, the Knicks, the Knicks like end of career guys, not, not a, not a guy that's just starting to flourish. So that they're, they're liable to take like Westbrook off of. I was about to say, I hope, I hope some shit like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the type of shit that I'll expect the Knicks to do. Um, you know, I've heard some nightmare stuff about the Bulls acquiring him. Um, I would legitimately kill Westbrook? myself. Yeah. Oh. Fuck in like a sign and trade. Um. Yeah, and I think they would. I don't know. There's just a bunch of different scenarios out there. There was like a scenario where there was yeah, sign and trade with Levine or something like that. Just send Caruso back one for one. Let's do it. I would be heartbroken, man. <laughs> I mean, you would be you would be stoked, and I'd just be like, <laughs> just so hurt by that. So wild that we're even talking about Caruso for Westbrook one for one, <laughs> dude. I, like, no, imagine. Imagine saying that four years ago. Yeah, and what about what about James Harden's contract? It looks like it's going to be the worst contract in NBA history if he if this is how he's going to be playing. Yeah, is is he going to get extended? The deal, I guess, it was like a handshake deal with Philly because he's boys with Daryl Morey. Imagine paying that dude fifty million a year for for what he's doing now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Zach Levine ends up over there and we, you know, maybe we acquire Tobias Harris. But Don't mind that. Yeah, I'd like somebody else um, on the boards. Toby's not a big boardsman. Yeah. He, he likes to shoot that triple and sort of get back. Um, we rely on Vooch and Vooch only, and he doesn't do it. Um, I'd like what's what's Williams from Boston? What's his name? Not which, not which one? The dark skin one with the dreads. Robert. Ro- dude, he he needs to get his flowers, bro. He's under there working, bro. I want someone like that. I want someone like that. Just fucking instead of Roach, I'll play it. Roach, Roach, Roachy. Instead of Roach, I'm playing alongside him. We probably yeah probably alongside him probably alongside him we need two we need two two guys. Vooch can stretch the floor a little bit, can't he? He likes to think so, and that's yeah. the problem. Is he's he gets out as well, so we got no one crashing. Um, like I was watching Golden State's their last game against Memphis, and um, Looney. Had like twenty board, ten and ten, ten O boards, ten reboards, d, d- boards, <laughs> reboards for Ruchevich. <laughs> um, yeah, Looney had ten O boards, ten D boards. 
Um, and I was just like, and I think I had like fucking two points or something. I was like, this is like, and everyone's just going to be talking about like Clay and Steph after the game. This guy's getting them second chance after second chance after second chance. That's what that's what my Bulls need. Um, you know, especially if you got DeRozan taking a couple of threes a game because yeah, it's going to be some long rebounds. <laughs> <with those ones. laughs> yeah. Um. So I think I think that whoever wins the East wins the, the chippy. Yeah, it's not not good listening, but I'm agreeing with you on that. Yeah, I just think. Yeah, regardless of if it's Miami or Boston, I think both of them are just better than the the Warriors and the the Mavs. Do you think the Warriors and Mavs, the West? I just think the West is low key weak. Like, do you think those are the best two teams out of that conference? Like on paper, it should have been Phoenix. Yeah, paper it should have been Phoenix. Um, um, I I just really I thought people. People underestimated Memphis and overestimated Golden State because I actually said from the beginning, and this is, um, you know, you can you can run it back. I don't know what episode. I, I said this a long time ago. I think before they even got a matchup against each other, I said Memphis is the best matchup for Golden State. They'll make Golden State work for it. And they did, and then people were just like, oh, you know, Golden State, you know, almost lost to a young team, and it's like, just the the style the style of play suited Memphis as well, so it was their best matchup, and I, that's where I think like Dallas are going to struggle against them, and I think you know Boston 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 and Miami's defense are just like it's so it's like the nicest defenses to watch in the league. I think um, I've actually really enjoyed watching those games because it's like closer to college ball than than what NBA typically is. That's what I love about playoffs as well, is like you actually see guys play D. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Definitely, definitely a level above what we see in the regular season. Would you would you prefer to see a shorter season and have everyone healthy in playoffs? Like if they Oh, de- definitely. Yeah. But it's just they're losing so much bread if they do that. Yeah. Like I'd love to see a few because I'd actually I don't care about the regular season either. Like I, I get FOMO big time when I'm working and it's playoffs. But, like, during the regular season, no one's like, oh, dude, did you see the fucking – did you see the Phoenix-Charlotte game? No no one. Yeah. Like, so it just doesn't matter. So if they if they drop that to, like, 50, we had everyone healthy and, like, yeah, I don't know. I think that would be so much more fun. But mad fans would hate that. Like people that are on league pass watching it every day, like I get, I get that that would be so frustrating for those people. Um, I guess that makes me a casual fan. What if they were to, like, on other podcasts, I've heard a little bit of talk about there being like a mid-season tournament. What What would your thoughts on that be? If they were to cut, like, say, like ten games off the regular season schedule and have like a week off in between, but in that week there's a like a little bubble tournament almost. Kind of like in soccer, how there's like little cups throughout the season as well. Yeah, I I like I don't know I like how soccer's done it, but there's so much more history. Yeah. So that's where it's just like, if you do that next season, who's gonna give a fuck? People are gonna be like, who cares? Like we're gonna we'll see you in the real playoffs or whatever kind of thing. Yeah. 
Um, that's where I'm not. I'm not really sure about it. Like with and even like getting the players to care about it. Yeah, yeah. Like all the stars will sit out and take a rest and shit, and it'll just be like the fucking bench playing stuff like that. Um, but the the other thing about a long season and injuries is it gives G League players a chance to step up and and shine and come and play play some minutes in the league and. People like um, Jose Grand Grand Theft Alvarez Alvarado Alvarado, um, yeah, people like that wouldn't be discovered if if there weren't injuries as well. So it's like silver lining kind of thing, mm. double edged sword. I think I think that's what they call it. Um. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about um. Last week I mentioned the name, like names, names for the listeners. Um, like, um, oh, I'm trying to think. Like, you know how Beyonce has like the Beehive is her fans. Yep. And I, I can't really think of anything else. Um, oh, podcast called Tuesdays with Stories. Their listeners are the gays. Um, because they uh, choose gays, choose gays, and um, they've <laughs> they've got like a a comedy night. Um, instead of calling it hot gay sex, they call it hot gay sets, which I fucking like. And they haven't been cancelled. Um, another podcast I listen to, uh, We Might Be Drunk, their listeners are called The Drunks, obviously. Yeah. Do you have any ideas? No, I'm going to need a good brainstorming search for this one. Friend of the show, Steve, um, avid Celtics fan, sent through Potifiles. Yeah, which I like. I like because it's close to pedophiles, but I feel like it could be like a real word already. Like, you know how like people that watch movies are cinephiles? Like people I didn't even know that. So I think potophile could be a word. So like some people might not understand that like pedophile, it's a play on the word pedophile. Potocyte, potophilin, potophilia. <laughs> common form of partialism is potophilia in which a person becomes sexually aroused by feet. Shout out to Chet. Partialism is classified as a type of paraphilia or paraphilic disorder. Paraphilia involves sexual arousal to objects, situations or targets that are considered atypical or not of the norm. Um, so is that like... <clears throat> what's that thing where you're... um, Like you can be like asexual, you can be... um. Isn't there one of them that's called something? <laughs> and you're you you like you can fall in love with like a tree or like a saucepan uh, and shit. Yeah, but I didn't think it was called pod or pa- partialism. I thought there was another name with objects. Yeah, let's see what that's called. Objectophilia. Nah. Maybe someone will write into the corrections department. I got I got a couple of I actually got two emails this week. One was because I said I said three quarter leave instead of three quarter sleeve, and someone had to fucking let me know about that. Everyone knew what I was talking about. And what was the other one? Oh, something I don't know. 
two fucking emails for the corrections department this week, which was nuts because I, I think that's happened maybe once in seven seasons of Welcome to the Potty, and I go t- two in one week. So you're a loser, whoever that was. <laughs> just like finally get to a thousand subscribers and just start like getting rid of them. <laughs> um. So yeah, Podophiles was one. Um, Podless. Podless. Yeah. I don't mind Podless. And um, this morning I thought of this one. I was still in bed, still a bit drowsy. So this might not might not be quality, but Pod Bull Terriers. Too many syllables. Huh? Too many syllables. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, too many syllables. And that's pretty hard to do a t- T-shirt of. Oh, well, you could just get a pit bull like, with headphones on or something maybe. Yeah, branding-wise that could be cool. Yeah. Spitting it out. Podlers, though, you could have like a, you know, kid with a, a dummy. Or like even just the logo with a dummy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the that's the Podlers is a good one. Podophiles is tough for branding. Yeah. <laughs> like a guy, like a priest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's tough for branding. I, I think I think I'll put it to um the the listeners, whatever we're gonna call them. I think I'll put a a um. Poll, put a poll out on Instagram and see see what they think. I'll put an option <clears throat> option in for other. I don't know what's going on. I think I'm D high. Got my first golf lesson today. Nice working on your drives or just a bit of everything. I think I think just my mechanics. I just don't I don't think it matters what club at this stage. I think just yeah. my mechanics. Um and we'll yeah, we'll get to different clubs at a later date but i'm just going to be like have a look at this fix me and see what he says get some in so i've got i've got three booked in and we'll just see see how that changes the game maybe we can go we can have another golf day for my birthday yeah that sounds good yeah um yeah it's my birthday in a couple of days but no one knows it because everyone's just worried that everyone just cares about my kid now so <laughs> get used to that yeah so that was bad timing, having a kid in the same week as my birthday. Eight days, eight days apart. But we can when he's when he's older, we we can share birthday parties. We'll just do the cake for whatever his age is, so I don't need to be embarrassed and he doesn't need to think that the day's about me. Yeah. But for some good. reason all my friends are there with beers and all his friends are there with like I don't know. Uh licorice all sorts. Um you're going go-karting today. Yeah, yeah, going go-karting for um, Rexy's birthday. Are you a decent go-karter? Haven't done it since I was like 20, so probably not. Wow. It's been a long time. I've done it like a few times, probably a few times within the last five or six years. I've had a few opportunities for it. Um, I'm heavy, which matters. Okay. Um, So that sucks because like, yeah, you just lose a bit of speed then. Yeah, and all the I, I think all of them are slightly different. Like, and people that go all the time are like, oh, "I'm going to get car 15 or yeah. whatever," okay. but they're supposed to be they're supposed to pretty much all be the same um, specs and stuff. But <clears throat> yeah, I, just being heavy like kind of fucks you, and I'm easily the heaviest of, or close to the heaviest of all my friends. Um, but yeah. You got any tips for me? 
Um, I think because they do slide, like drifting is very tempting. I don't. I think drifting slows you down, maybe. Yeah, I'd say it would. Yeah, so I don't think you're really supposed to drift. Um. I don't know. I, I'm not Mr. Driving Guy. I think you got to talk to uh, Chris Caldercott, maybe, parking in my firm, eh? Yeah, we didn't have, um, didn't have a game this week. Otherwise, I would have picked his brain. Yeah. Um, yeah, listen to uh, if you're a racing guy, F, F1 only? I think so. Yeah. If you like F1, Formula One racing, listen to the podcast, parking in my firm, eh? Um, got a friend that does that one, and that podcast is killing it. So listen to that. Um, and. Oh, dude, you get sweaty. Do you get sweaty when you... Um, I can't remember, man. I was about to say when you podcast. Uh, <laughs> when you... Uh, when I go-kart? Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, it's been 10 years. I'm, oh, sure, I'm sure I would. I I mean, it's probably too late now, but I would suggest, and I didn't do this, so um, this is just me being like a guy that's telling people how to parent, but I would suggest getting like a like a thin ski mask type of thing. Okay. Or not, like, it's just like, it, I don't even think it covers your mouth or anything. I think it just, it has your face open. It's got a face hole. Um, and it just like, cause a thousand people sweated in that helmet, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty gross. Yeah. That way. Um, and I guess like my biggest thing, I hold that fucking steering wheel. So like I'm choking it, you know? And my hands, cramp so much so i think you did like loose grip maybe i don't know okay i don't know dude because i don't know if that you're supposed to be t- but i can't help it because i'll be like conscious of it while i'm driving i'll be like fuck like i'm holding this so tight my hands hurt but i can't i can't like loosen the grip i don't know okay feel like i'm gonna i don't drive like that normally but i think just because i'm like trying to burn and usually when you're driving, you're not racing anyone. Yeah, but I'm also going much slower in a go-kart than I'm going when I'm driving. <laughs> is it, is it, it feels quick, though, because you're so yeah. low to the ground. Yeah, it feels quick yeah. as fuck. Oh, um, do you know, are you, do, are you going to, like, Tail and Bend, or? No, I think we're going out to, like, is there one out at Jeps Cross, like an indoor-outdoor yep. place? Yep. I think that's where we're going. Yeah, I think they're, like, a franchise, because they've got one at Richmond as well. I think they're the Cartmania oh, that's or Cartmania. something. Oh, yeah, I think they're yeah, the same. Okay. Maybe, maybe. I thought I'm that wrong. was just. I thought that was just like a standalone. But I could be wrong. I could yeah. be wrong. I'm mostly. My, it's all unsourced here. Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Um, got my unsourced T-shirt thrown up on yesterday. Yeah. So, ah, uh, fuck. I feel like. Oh yeah, Clay's reviews. Before we go. Comedy action horror. Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting like Tinker costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. I watched The Adam Project. Have you seen that pop up on Netflix? I haven't. Ryan Reynolds. Zoe Saldana, who's one of my celebrity crushes. All my celebrity crushes are black. Um, Jennifer Garner is one of my... Jennifer Garner is an absolute... Her face just looks so sweet, and she's got these dimples, but anyway... Uh, the Adam Project, it's about time travel. Um, the science in it is questionable, obviously, because time travel probably doesn't exist. Maybe it does. It's pretty hard to know. Unless you meet a time traveler, it's pretty hard to know. Yeah. Um, or unless it gets invented during your period of life. 
So let's not go down that rabbit hole. But, um, you know, Ryan Reynolds basically plays Ryan Reynolds. He's just like a guy that always has to be a smart ass. Then they've got a kid that, like, he travels back in time and he ends up seeing himself. So the kid has to be like that as well. But you don't buy it as much from the kid. Um, I, you know, I watched it because I was like, maybe, <laughs> maybe Kenny will like this. <laughs> uh, it's not something I would usually watch, but yeah, it just was, um, it was weird because the start was quite slow and because it is like a bit of a family movie, I was like, why would, how could a kid sit through this this long? And then as soon as I said that, it kind of um, got a bit more action-packed. Okay. But I think they waited a bit long. Like, if they want kids to sit through this shit, like, kids don't give a fuck about the setup of a story. You really got to get shit popping early. So that was the only thing. But uh, it was fine, man. Like, it's wild that it's been trending for so long because I didn't think it was that great. Like, CGI, CGI was cool. The idea, you know, time travel, it's all been done. It was kind of like Back to the Future meets, like, um, almost Star Wars type of shit. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, that yeah, that title I'm looking at, that poster for it looks very Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. So, so this went straight to Netflix. I, I haven't yeah, heard anything about yeah, it. Yeah, this so. is a Netflix original. Yeah. Um, six out of ten. Six out of ten. So, do with that what you will. Uh, Army of Thieves. I believe is a sequel or no prequel to the den to nah. Um, yeah. To the dead army of the dead. Um, army of thieves. So it's a heist movie. They're doing bank robberies. Uh, it's mad corny, dude. Mad corny. Like I, it's like, I think they did it on purpose though, unless the main character's acting style, maybe it was just like a choice he made. He was the corniest dude in the world. He screams a lot. He was a pussy. Um, I think, honestly, I feel like it was for kids. There was a bit of swearing and stuff, though. I don't know. Zack Snyder is supposed to be a talented guy. I wasn't really into this. I like heist films, but I like the complicated, like, you don't really know how the heist goes down until they, like, recap it at the end of the movie. And there's, you usually think you're watching the heist and then, you know, Ocean's Eleven and then they're like, but that's not really how we did it. And then, yeah. This was just basically, oh, we're at the vault. You need to unlock the safe. And then they did all of this like CGI where you watch the inside of the safe as he's... All the mechanics within the safe. Yeah, like, which is, you know, dope once, but then you got to watch it eight times. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. It wasn't the worst thing in the world, but it certainly wasn't the best. Five out of ten for that one. And then I also watched Cop Shop. Gerard Butler. And um, I always forget this guy's name, even though he's actually one of my favorite action stars. Um, I'm going to have to, yeah, I'm going to have to wait until, oh, you've already got it. Um, is this it? Australian police drama. Nah. I think I got the wrong one. Yeah, Cop Shop, one word try that it definitely wasn't on the seven network yeah here we go uh what's his name frank grillo frank grillo he's like 50 years old and he's like really starting to um pop off over the last probably two or three years you would have seen him in tons of shit 
Oh, he was in a movie I watched last night. Oh, really? Um, had Tyrese in it as well. Tyrese. Oh, is that new on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I don't think I've watched that. Blue? Something blue? Yeah, so- something blue. Yeah. In blue. Black and blue? Might be. Yeah, blueberry pie? No. <laughs> Might be. Well, no, black and blue sounds right. Yeah. I reckon. Uh, yeah, so Frank Grillo, he's he's in tons of shit, but, like, he's really starting to crack now. So, like, I like that. I like I like it when you make it when you're, like, 50 because it gives you hope when you're 32 and, um, you know, you just had a kid and you got no so money. Was, I reckon he was in Avengers. When I watched the movie last night, I saw him and I was like, that's the dude that was fighting um, Steve Rogers in the elevator. Yeah, he was one of the, like... Uh, they called like shield yeah like he's he's always one of those guys yeah 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 yeah. um yeah so he's a he's a tough guy um and he's he's just dope he's he's a pretty good actor like you know he's no fucking leo but he's for what he does for being the action guy he's good yeah and he's not like it's not crazy shit he's not like doing the splits and stuff like van damme was doing he's not Seagal is more realistic, sort of like. Oh, so is he actually the protagonist in this? Um, it's they're kind of both antagonists, and then that black chick behind Gerard Butler's head there. Yeah. Uh, she's really, I guess, the protagonist. Okay. Um, it all goes down at a cop shop. Like they, those two are locked up, and she's the cop. Um, and then you know other people come in, and you know it's it's pretty ridiculous, pretty stupid. Um. Oh, I didn't have heaps of fun watching it. Um, one of the one of the characters was really out there and just like mad cartoonish. Like it was just like there's no like there's psychopaths out there. Sure, no one does this shit. And it's just like you know Hannibal Lecter. Like there's you get to a point where like the movie you've seen Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, yeah, the movie's so good, and then he starts doing like. And it's like, oh, well, that's ridiculous. Like, you, you've just taken me out of it because no one, like, the craziest of the crazies just don't really even do that shit. You know, Ted Bundy was so normal that he, he was like a spy. He would just, um, what's the word when you, like, make people fall for you? Um, seduce. He would just, like, seduce these girls and then kill them. And it's like, you have to have a level of likability and normality about you to do that. And that's like one of the biggest psychos ever. Hannibal Lecter's like doing all that shit. And then the guy in this was just like a fucking nutcase. And I was like, you're an idiot, mate. You're just a fool. You're not a killer. So unfortunately, cause you know, I've just spent 20 minutes talking like blowing Frank Grillo. Um, four out of 10. Yeah. Four out of 10 for that one. And that's all I watched this week. Uh, I'm still just grinding through WandaVision. What a nightmare that shit is. What are we doing, Marvel? I think the Mar- I think Marvel's over, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I know yes. the other shit after. I know, you know, Captain America and Winter Soldier is supposed to be good and Black Widow or whatever is supposed to be good. But, man, I fucking hated Captain Marvel. And I'm hating WandaVision. And I'm just like, fuck, am I, have I grown out of Marvel? Has Marvel forgotten? Like, are they just so about making money that they keep making movies and they don't need to? I don't know. I fucking hate WandaVision, man. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, all right, let's do some advice before we go. 
We need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. This one's coming in from Nadine. Nadine. And I used, to, I used to work with a girl named Nadine. She was younger than me, which is crazy because Nadine sounds like something that maybe my grandmother would be called. Anyway, this Nadine reckons she's 21. Let's go. I said yes to a friend of mine I don't like. What should I do? That's the subject line. Okay. Boss man, I'm 21 and I accidentally agreed to marry my best friend to stop him from killing himself. Oh, I don't think I have a sound on the boards. But I really want to press something, but that's <laughs> fucking nuts. Accidentally? <laughs> Come on. He's been a pretty flirty dude and good looking, but I'm not really interested in committing to a relationship with anyone. One day he found out that his mother died, and when we got home, he tried killing himself with a gun. Does that mean he threatened to, or does that mean he shot himself and failed? I don't think you're supposed to say failed. We used to call them unsuccessful attempts, but I don't think we call them unsuccessful anymore. I think we just call them attempts. Anyway, uh, I panicked and reminded him of his promise of him marrying me and he proposed and I said yes out of pure panic. I've talked with my other friend and he says, reject him. What should I do? Bung, bung. Nadine, this whole story sounds so wild. So this guy is mid-suicide attempt. And you're like, don't do it, remember? Remember we were going to get married? He puts the gun down and says, marry me, and you say yes? <laughs> what are we doing, Nadine? One, how is that how you talk someone off the ledge, the proverbial ledge, off the trigger? I'll marry you if you don't do it. And then you're, and then he immediately puts the gun down and proposes to, like, is that, that's your memory? What's the first question when people find out that you're engaged? <laughs> oh, how did he ask? Oh, well, he's just about to kill himself. I said, no, don't worry about it. Marry me and you'll be sweet. So he proposed. That's crazy, Nadine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't be sensitive. I should be sensitive. I should be more sensitive about this, but that sounds nuts. Um, And he doesn't deserve it. And what? What are you going to marry him? And then in like a year, divorce him? Then what's he going to do? He's got a history of, you know, pulling the strap on himself. So I would probably not divorce him if you marry him. I would probably not marry I'd probably sit him down and just be like, listen, um, what's this guy's name? He sounds like, it sounds like something that maybe a Garth would do. So <laughs> just be like, listen, Garth, I, uh, I know, I know what we said. We're in a very, High pressure situation. I may have said the wrong thing. Then you ended up proposing to me. Mid-suicide attempt, by the way. Let's not forget, maybe you weren't in your right mind. I said yes because I was scared for your life. This doesn't seem right to me. I don't think this is something we should be going ahead with. Um... Blah, blah, blah. You don't need to say, you don't need to go with the like, we're better off as friends type of shit. Just be like, this doesn't seem like a smart idea uh, based on the situation and how it happened. I guess, like, dude, this is this is nuts, Nadine. Like, this is mostly, this is mostly on you. Like, I don't, I don't mean to like start pointing fingers, but like, why would someone, so, like, who do you think you are 
that that is the only thing that you think is going to save his life. That's such a wild... Board man starts wrapping the mic cord around his neck right now. I'm not going to fucking tell him, don't worry, we'll get married. I'm going to be like, dude, there's so much to live for, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, when you put it that way, that's pretty crazy. It's a wild, it's a wild go-to to save someone's life. He's, I'll marry you. It's like, <laughs> fucking, what are you doing? You need to do better than that next time someone pulls a gun on themselves, Nats, all right? Um, but yeah, just talk it out, tell him it's not on. Um, and if you do marry him, don't divorce him because he's going to kill himself. Okay, next, how to cope with social anxiety from Sonny. And Sonny... We've got a whole episode on social anxiety that you can listen to. Uh, broke it down pretty good and haven't had any arguments with Rachel about it since. Let's go, though. We'll just listen, we'll listen to this. Boss man, can you help? I'm 31 and I've had a terrible time with friends my entire life. Unless I'm really comfortable with you, I can barely talk, explain, shoot the shit with you. I hate it. I hate it down to my bones and my soul. Every time I get invited out, it says invited, but I said invited. Every time I get invited out, I fear the worst and I don't go. And the times that I have accepted offerings to go out, I end up hating myself and the night because of how I acted. This Saturday, I'm invited out to a bachelor party. The first party I'm going to in over 15 years. First wedding invite. I fear all sorts of things and do not want to be awkward. I'd rather stay home where I can't have my ego slash feelings hurt. It sucks as we are obviously social creatures. I want to be comfortable hanging out with someone, but I can't. I signed up for therapy. I guess that's the only answer, question mark. But in terms of tomorrow, I want to go to that bachelor party, but I'm scared shitless. Thanks, bung bung. I think therapy is a pretty good first step there, Sonny. Um, I'd note the only advice I can give and this is from someone that acts like a complete fuckwit in <laughs> social situations. I can barely speak to anyone knowing that, um, you know, I'm trying to be better at it. I'm still trash. Uh, <clears throat> just like, just know that no one is judging you. Like you're so inside your head, right? That's how everyone is. But maybe they're not anxious. Maybe they're just, you know, obsessed with themselves like people people don't give a fuck about anyone except themselves so no one's sitting there like jesus this cunt is not talking if you're one-on-one with someone and they're talking to you you have to talk back so you have to dig deep and do something but if you're in a group you can it's okay to listen and nod along and laugh along if you don't feel like talking if you've got something of value get in there don't be crazy though you know don't try and be funny if you're not a funny guy um don't try and do too much because that's when you'll have that feeling the next day where like, oh God, why am I saying that? Less is more. Less is always more is, uh, I think, in any situation almost. Less is always more. So, yeah, don't do too much, but don't, yeah, don't do too little. If you're sitting next to some guy and everyone goes to the bar to get a drink and you guys are, you know, sitting at the table, you're going to have to, you're going to have to figure out a way to engage with him. Otherwise, yeah, he's going to call you a freak. So, yeah. <laughs> pretty good advice yeah but yeah just don't don't do too much and yeah go to therapy if, if it's that bad you know 15 years of social isolation isn't doing you any favors like you need to get out more um that's one thing is like practice makes perfect so you've got to get out more um 
But yeah, therapy is going to help because there's probably something, something about you or your upbringing or something traumatic that happened that makes you feel like you're not good enough in those situations. You know, maybe your parents didn't pay attention to you. Uh, maybe, maybe you're adopted and you feel abandonment issues and stuff like that. I don't know what your deal is, but there's probably something in there that's making you be like that. So work through it. And the last one here from Imogen, 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 do we know any Imogens? Yeah, I know a couple. One of them just recently had a kid. Is that an Imogen? (coughs) Not recently, like probably within the last 12 months. Yeah, one that I know has a kid. Yeah. My boyfriend makes jokes about me being smelly down there. Hey, Clay. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Clay, the title says it all. I'll laugh, but it low-key really hurts my feelings and makes me feel insecure. Recently, it has started bothering me more because we have sex more than usual. I told him it hurts my feelings and makes me feel insecure. He got mad and told me I couldn't take a joke. And that's the end of the email. Um, It can't actually be that bad if you're having sex more than usual, I don't think. Maybe having sex more than usual is playing a part. Maybe you got a little yeasty or something. I don't know. Maybe you got to see the doctor. Maybe there is something going on. Check that out. But also, the way this motherfucker's going about it is incorrect. Uh, he shouldn't be saying that to you, making you feel like that. Um, I don't know how to delicate, delicately have that discussion. Uh, I'm more of a try-before-you-buy type of dude. So, like, if I am with someone one time that's got a smelly pussy, I'm usually out. And I don't tell them that, and someone else can deal with it in the future. But I'm usually not going to pursue that relationship. Fuck that. Yeah. Um. So maybe, yeah, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Maybe he's just joking. The fact that he's still like you guys having sex more than usual says to me maybe, yeah, maybe you don't have it, and maybe he thinks that's funny, and he needs a new sense of humor. Uh, if you've told him, you did you say you told him you don't like it? I told him it hurts my feelings and makes me insecure. He got mad and told me I couldn't take a joke. Okay, well, you can take the high road or you can take the low road. And the low road's often a good road. Um, You know, your ears aren't popping on it. Um, You know, you're at, you know, increased risk of flooding, but you also can be an absolute cunt on the low road. So maybe start telling him he's got a little dick, see how he reacts. Tell him, you know, oh God, you're so sensitive, can't even take a joke. See how see how that goes. You could do that or you could, uh, you know, hey, listen, you're really upsetting me. Is this an issue or are you joking? Because if you're joking, stop. And if it's a real issue, stop and I'll, you know, I'll do something about it. But you cannot talk to me like this. I'm not going to stand for it anymore. Something like that. I don't know. Or rub your stinky pussy on his face while he's sleeping. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Make sure you guys share the show. Buy some merch. You know, do what you got to do. Rate and review the show. Five stars always. Um, Subscribe to YouTube if you haven't already. Welcome to the potty on everything. Subscribe, follow, rate, review, like, share. 
Um, send in screenshots of your shares and you could win some free fucking merch. Um, I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bung bung. Take your breath away with your own pillow. I'm moving in silence through the night. There's no stopping me, not the black widow. I'm kicking it swiftly, Luke Kang flow. Cybernetic enhancements, I'm Kano. I'm proficient at war like Jax, but I got nothing to prove like John Cage, though. I got an arsenal full of techniques. Enter the dragon like Bruce 